It's American Heart Month. February, you know, the month of Valentine's Day. And coincidentally, my first wedding anniversary is coming up here. Pretty exciting. So here's the deal. Heart disease is a global killer. It's a problem. And here's the real clincher is we can make a huge difference with our lifestyle choices. So that's what we're going to do this month and beyond. Today, I'm talking to Lori Corbin. She is a food and fitness expert. She was a reporter with ABC7 here in Los Angeles for 20 years. And her food coach program, notably uh, just renowned with celebrities and people alike throughout the area. She has a bachelor's degree in nutrition and certifications in personal training and group exercise And she's a member of the American Council on Exercise and the American College of Sports Medicine. Now, with her vast knowledge of wellness, specifically exercise and food, today we're diving into what we can do to make a huge impact on our heart health with movement. We're not going to even call it exercise or working out today. It's just moving. And how we can embrace that in today's times where maybe your local gym isn't open. This is such a meaty interview that we decided to break it up into two parts. So this week, we're diving into part one, and you'll hear part two next week. But Lori has been a great friend to me over the years. She's interviewed me many times, so I had the pleasure of interviewing her. And wow, did we have a lot to talk about. Of course, this is the stuff that we love to dish on. So let's dive in and hopefully this inspires you to get moving. And remember, any kind of movement is going to help your heart. Hi, I'm Maria, otherwise known as the Fit Foodie. I'm a chef, holistic nutritionist, author, inventor, and mom. And I want to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Recipes for Your Best Life. And with every episode, I'm peeling back the onion on fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, and family. The truth is you're the chef of your life. And for every important pillar, there's a great recipe worth sharing. So every week, we'll explore them together. Think of it as food for thought that you can really sink your teeth into. So join me and let's squeeze the joy out of this life because you only get one. Can I get a fork, yeah? Lori, it's so good to have you on. Hey, I love doing this. Thanks so much for having me. I have just, uh, we've we've developed such a great friendship over the last few years, working together in the health and wellness industry. And you're really, I mean, you're just such a, a, a font of knowledge and you have so much experience in this realm. Can you kind of share some of that with our listeners? Yeah, I would have to say the last 20 years at ABC7, I did, uh, I was their, their food and fitness coach. And that's basically because I'm an acting nutritionist and a fitness person. Um, but so I, that's exactly what I covered the last 20 years in Los Angeles. Um, and then prior to that, I lived in Arizona. I worked for a, a station called KTBK. So I, I did the same stuff, but 
both times I was hired because I am a nutritionist and a, and a fitness person. I had a actually had a chain of exercise studios um, right when the I'm going to date myself, you know, right when the aerobic revolution kind of came out and exploded and everyone was just jumping up and down. Wait, so did you um, have coordinating tights and leotards. Oh, my gosh. I had a braided <laughs> leg warmers. headband. Yeah, braided headband. I had the leg warmers. So and good. that's when the thong, you know, you wore the thong leotard and oh. belted it at the waist, you know, oh. so it, we were all that. <laughs> I think that looks going to come back personally, but we can talk about that. <laughs> well, we, we do see it on shows when they're making fun of the eighties, <laughs> the nineties. So, uh, yep, that was me. Um, and you know what? Loved it. Thought it was a blast. So, um, it is kind of fun and it's awfully, uh, it was fun to see. I think that was the time when black pe- people were wearing black tights after flash dance. And to this day, we're still running around in Lycra. So, you oh, know, yeah. some things, some things stick, some things are going to obviously be a miss, you know, <laughs> like the braided headband, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, so, so, you know, the long story of that is that there is no doubt I have seen food trends and fitness trends cycle and cycle again and cycle again. And, you know, uh, you have to say the more things change, the more they stay the same as far as, you know, what we need and what we should have, you know, meeting you and knowing, I think I met you at one of the fit expos, just how prevalent um, eating really great food and knowing that that's what you need to do, that is so now, you know, I mean, we were talking about that probably, I think probably met you eight or so years ago. years Um, ago, Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's just the the natural game has skyrocketed for, for any of your viewers that ever have become aware of the Natural Product Expo, where, you know, it's everything that is, well, natural, which is, of course, a, a hilarious term because it has really no weight. But the things that go along with that could be good, such as sustainability and organics and not genetically modified and even fair trade practices. So, you know, all of those things have become important to the consumer. So, that's a neat thing. Having to been able to share that uh, in my programming and stuff has been a treat, you know, so I love that. Yeah, I, like I mean, I, you know, and people, in, especially in Southern California, know you so well and know that you're always bringing new ideas to life. And I see you. I see you doing your exercise videos and showing people <laughs> your moves. I see you. Yeah, um, you know what? I think under COVID, I think, you know, everybody started doing that. And what my my deal was is that I know there's people that just can't get off the couch, you know. So there's there are my way too many of my friends that can just kill it, you know, with these really fun videos, which I would, you know, love to name drop anybody that wants a really good workout. But I wanted to get the person that is just frozen, you know, the person who's just stuck on their couch. So that if I can make people do some of these normal, you know, maybe easy moves moves, that would be, that's a, that's a win, you know, that's, let's, let's get them going. So I appreciate you noticing, I'm doing my best to get them going. So I, and I, I like so important. Well, it's so important. And it, like, you know, where we are right now, there are no gyms open. You can't go out to eat and sit in a restaurant at this moment. The, the choices abound. So when you're home more and you're maybe buying junk food or comfort food, as people call it, and you're not moving, guess what? It's kind of a recipe for disaster. And, and we should be doing the opposite to boost our immunity. We should be doing all the other things like eating better and, and moving more. Uh, do you feel like our current state of COVID is going to impact people forever? I mean, do you think people are going to go back out and join gyms? 
I, you know, I, I really believe that um, the, the virtual is here to stay. As a matter of fact, the American College of Sports Medicine every year does a, as do probably any of the other educating bodies of fitness, they release their, their top trends. And of course, number one was online workouts and um, actually number six or something was virtual, which I think are kind of one and the same, but, but, you know, whether we're streaming it or whether we're downloading it, I think people have been extremely frightened by this. It's obviously a very aggressive uh, catching situation. So there were some that kind of threw caution to the wind. But yeah, but the people that love to move, you know, really appreciate moving in there. And they're devastated by losing their fitness community. I mean, when I when I ran gyms, I owned gyms. And then obviously, when I worked for gyms, you know, the people that I saw three times a week, they were my they were my family, you know, they were my friends. And so not to be able to be with them, you know, and then just at this point, to be able to look forward to those Zoom calls where they have the little chat fest thing going on right before they start working out means the world to a lot of them. And I, I'm sure you have listeners all over the place, but I mean, I think in Southern California, we have a little more space, but my heart goes out to places like uh, Chicago or New York where people are living vertically and they've got maybe, you know, 800 square feet to live with their family, you know, and not to be able to get really good movement is got to be exhausting and frightening and very, uh, you know, recipe for weight gain as well, because obviously when you're anxious, you usually, you know, tend to turn to something comfortable and that usually means food or beverage. Um, so yes, I do. I think even when we get immunized and we get back to our gyms, I think people will go, you know what, that was really great that I could log on and do this workout or I could, you know, you know, share this or that. And so I think people will stay with the online. I think it's just one of those other things that almost a benefit of COVID, if you will, that we had some accessibility to a different format that we might not have had pre-COVID, if you should think of any benefit. (laughs) I I really agree with you. I mean, and you're so right about the community, man, I miss my workout buddies. You know, there's something about sweating together and releasing endorphins that just make you love them that much more. Um, And, and so I think as, you know, I would see a trend being more of the virtual workouts where you're invited not just to do a recording, but you actually are being led by somebody that's live with you so that you can interact with them, right? Oh, absolutely. And along with the virtual, um, the, the another, uh, I think number two was wearable technology. And of course, I, I, ha- I can't say I own an Apple Watch, but I know that uh, Fitbit still remains king in the terms of countability. People like measurable results. So, you know, they like to know they did this many steps or they slept this many hours or they, you know, this particular workout burned this many calories or whatever. And, um, you know, they're even watching your heart rate. Like when you're stressed, it, the, the, the data driven, uh, fitness stuff is really appealing to people because, you know, they feel successful when they can, when they can watch something and go, wow, you know, even yeah. though I only did 15 minutes, this is, I did this for myself, you know, which, which I think is cool. So that's another nice benefit. And I think even your phone, almost everyone has one at this point, whether you have a Android or an Apple, you know, they all count your stuff. <laughs> they just do. So, yeah, you know, it's kind of nice. It's measurable. So have you, you seen know. the aura rings? 
Yes. Um, there's a, there's a Dr. Uh, Jim Laval. He's, he's a clinical pharmacist and he does a lot of nutrition um, and fitness counseling and stuff. And he showed me his, and I don't have one. I tried something else that didn't work called Apollo, which I'm really disappointed in. I want to get the aura ring because I think that's fascinating. I, I do say this though, there was somebody at a company that you wore a band and when you were stressed out, it would warn you, you know, like, you know, warning, Lori, you're, you know, your blood pressure is going up or you're stressed out or whatever. And I, I gave it to a few people to try because it was a new company. And I remember at the end of the day, we all felt like, you know what? I didn't even know I was stressed. And now I feel really bad that I was stressed when I didn't know I was. And yeah. so they all took the thing off because they didn't want to feel bad about themselves. So I think the, the the user has to be really willing and wanting to say, okay, I understand this particular situation, you know, has made me, you know, elevate my stress level or whatever. Um, but I think the aura also does sleep, does it not? It does. It's a sleep yeah. activity. It monitors your heart rate. I've been thinking about getting one myself. I was curious yeah. if you had experience with it. Yeah, some of the tech, I wish I was just brilliant at it, but I, I get frustrated with, you know, they, they, they try to work well, but, you know, when they're brand new, I think the aura has been around long enough. It's probably the best bet. But I think even one year I got a Fitbit and I, it broke within the first, you know, month and a half. So I go, okay, not for me. And I, I really am not a step girl anyway, so that was fine. But, you know, I will say some of the things that we're talking about in terms of uh, training and working out and stuff, because of COVID, probably one of the top trends is body weight training. So mm. using you, using what you got, you know, all 100 pounds of you, you know, so, you know, whether you're squatting or pushing up or planking or, you know, doing wall sits, um, maybe crawls, you know, hands and hands and toes crawls. Yeah. These things are so good and you don't have to spend a dime. You know, so I do love that. I think using that ability to use multi-plane and multi-chain and multi-muscle, that's a really great uh, concept. And obviously we, we're used to going, okay, let's go to class and be entertained, which I do love. But, you know, when you're at home, you know that you could probably do at least 30 minutes of stuff where you don't need anything at all. And that's pretty, that's advantageous. That's really great. I think that's really important for people listening to kind of take note of, because I think, you know, immediately people think, well, I don't have any weights or weights are sold out. I can't buy any. Yes. Um, I, I <laughs> totally believe in the body weight and using your own body's, um, you know, mechanics for resistance. I also really think that, you know, it's just more a matter of discipline in doing that, like getting into your routine and your habit. And I know you're, yeah. you're the one who really taught or kind of put it to great words for me was creating these rituals. Do you think oh, yeah. that, you know, applying a ritual approach to I adopting some of these trends and making them yeah. reality? Could work. I do. So the, one of the guys I did a story with was a, a researcher out of Stanford, and he wrote this book called Tiny Habits. And kind of he sort of set the stage with, you know, people I want to do something that they can be successful at. No kidding. So his deal was pick something super small and then do something, you know, if let's just say in his action, he said, every time I go to the bathroom, every time he took a pee, he would do two push-ups, just two. And I loved that. He didn't say I'm going to do 15 or 25. He just said two. And then because he did just two, he generally would end up doing more. And then after that, 
he would do this big fist bump and go, yes, because it wasn't, an, it wasn't enough just to go, okay, cool. I did that. You know, your body needs that kind of like, you know, when you watch a football game and you're really impassioned about the team and you, you know, you stand up and cheer cause you're like so happy. So his, his said, you know, he did, you know, countless studies on this. He said, people need to be successful and on just the littlest thing, and that will lead to the other things. So in the terms of rituals, if we said, okay, I really want to just at least get, let's just say 10 minutes of movement in the morning. We're going to start small here. So you lay out your clothes. Well, in a ritual setting, you wouldn't just lay out clothes. You'd lay out your favorite soft those cashmere feeling type socks or your, your favorite hoodie that like you think is cute and makes you look, you know, younger or whatever. And so that's more ritualistic. So it's not just laying out the clothes, it's laying out the cute clothes that make you feel your best. Yeah. And same way with food. Like if I want to make, okay, I'm going to have that oatmeal, maybe I'm sick of oatmeal, but okay, I'm going to add a whole bunch of stuff to it. Well, then I'm going to get out the really great, that fun bowl that fits in the palm of my hand. And it's just cozy and comfortable. I really like that. That's more rich than just, you know, a routine. So I think those things are great. And it's worth, it's a food for thought for people like, okay, think of the action you want to do, even if it's something silly as flossing your teeth or flossing your front teeth, because obviously, (laughs) you know, the back don't bother. You you could say, all right, I'm going to go and get like, glide instead of the kind that I have to fight with or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just the littlest, the, it's the smallest little things. But um, when, if someone was thinking of their own body, like, do I want to practice the piano more? Okay. Well then I would say, then don't put stuff on top of the bench, you know, make sure your favorite music is already out, you know, make it easy for yourself to be successful and actually enjoy it. Cause if you don't, you're not going to stick with it. Have you ever wondered, is rinsing my produce with the water that comes out of the sink that I don't even drink enough to really clean it? Well, then you're one of the smartest people I know. Because you're absolutely right. It's not enough. That's why we created the only all-natural and patented line of food wash and wipes. And it's called Eat Cleaner. It's tasteless, odorless, and lab-tested. And it removes up to 99.9% of the residue that water can't, including pesticides, wax, soil, and junk that can carry bacteria that can really make you sick. Plus, we formulated it to help extend the shelf life of your fresh produce too, and that'll save you money. When your berries are lasting up to 10, 12 days, you know that's a good thing. It helps your produce last up to five times longer using a natural blend of fruit acids and antioxidants. So there's no chemicals, it's just clean, eating fun. And this can help save your family an average of over $500 per year. Make it easy on yourself, reduce waste, and get that fruit and veggies into your body where it's going to do you a lot of good and not in the trash. Check us out, eatcleaner.com or head to our Amazon store at amazon.com forward slash eatcleaner. I'm such a believer in this because for me, like, especially when it comes to the morning, because the morning is my time. I'm the first person to wake up in my household. And so having that time with my notebook, my journal, you know, my coffee with the collagen in it, like I have everything (laughs) set up. 
to where yeah. I can a little coffee bar where I, I add all the stuff. It, it really does set me up for the day. And then I close the day. I'm, I'm a person that likes to exercise in the afternoon. I close the day either going for a hike or a walk or doing a hit workout or I have a punching bag in my garage, but like making sure I have the stuff timing it yeah. to where like, I've already eaten, I've given myself, like, you know, like you have to structure yeah. your day to be able to do those things. And, I and then I don't, and then I don't miss it. You know, then I don't, yeah. I'm not like, oh, I'm too tired now or oh, I ate and I, I, my stomach hurts. I can't, I can't work out now because <laughs> I've eaten too much. Like you yeah. kind of have to just like really look at your whole day that way. I agree. And what you brought up was what is so monumentally uh, important to bring up because when we say to ourselves, I know that I should exercise, but I have all these things that I need to accomplish. And so knowing you and how you live, like, like as you said, you're an early riser. Some people go, no, not getting up before eight, you know, going to bed at 11. That's their deal. That's fine. It really is fine. It, that means knowing who you are and knowing how you can get after it so that you don't feel ashamed if you didn't achieve it. So the fact that you already know that you can make it happen in the afternoon is awesome. I mean, I might be one of those people to say, yeah, it's three or four. I'm not doing it. You know, I'm one of those that I don't do it at the crack um, unless I have to digress here. I do have a Doberman and there is a forceful exercise movement at 6 a.m. because of said dog. So yeah. I do get out, you know, in nature, which is really important. But for my structured exercise, I'm more like you. I have to have my, have to have my really good tea. I have to have my toast. I have to, you know, I have to feel really good. And then I go down and I devote that hour to myself. And it, it's like, to me, it's like cake. I mean, I know people mm -hmm. don't, there are people that don't like to move, but I love much like yourself, either nature hike or a high intensity interval training, which is a blast, you know, which is so fun, but knowing yourself and knowing that your cycles, um, were just not all the same. And even though they do ample studies on when it's best to get after it, it really is best to get after it when you can. And I'll further that by saying most of these people that I have spoken with that, that are movement specialists say, we have to think about things now in terms of just movement instead of exercise, especially under COVID. So like if somebody actually wore their Fitbit and cleaned their house, I would guarantee you they probably do more energetically on that day yeah. than the day they went to the gym to lift weights. But just thinking about movement, like, did I just move? Because we're, as a nation, we're, we're having a tragic time with this. People that like to exercise, it's like a no brainer for them. But the people that are going, I just don't want to, I don't like it. It's cold or it's too hot or it's raining, whatever. I've got too many kids around me. And there's just ample excuses not to just say, I'm going to move. So, I mean, something as simple as, and I know this sounds hilarious, make work for yourself. So in other words, there will be days where I haven't gotten to my exercise yet where I'll unload the dishwasher and I could go down and scoop up probably four or five plates in one heave, but no, I plie squat every time I reach for a plate, a cup, a bowl. And so by the time I've emptied the dishwasher, I might've done, you know, 30, 40, Squats, you know, which Can you sounds please capture this on video. That is the, I, <laughs> that is so brilliant. I, I love <laughs> that, and I can totally see it. 
Yeah. Or, you know, like when you fold your laundry, you know, maybe you run just like, hey, I'm going upstairs to do my husband's socks. I come back down. I'm going over to my son's room to put away the T-shirts, you know, make yourself, you know, of course, that's stupid because we're real practical. We would normally just like get the whole thing together and do it all at once and it would be really easy. But as far as movement goes, you go, wow, you know, that was a lot. So mm-hmm. making a little work for yourself is is not a bad idea. But and I did mention the outdoor thing. I think there's been so many studies under COVID, especially that, especially if you live around trees, which, and eucalyptus trees, ironically, you know, they've done some Japanese studies where they're finding that human beings being in nature, especially around trees, um, there is this sort of forest effect. And, you know, the tree does give off uh, not only um, aromatherapy, but also I don't even different vibrations, which I know is a whole different concept, but, but it's very good for our immune system to be out in nature and mm-hmm. among things like trees. So that's kind of a neat thing. So if nothing else, just to get out and appreciate what's outside. I feel this so profoundly. Like I, I went for a hike the other day with my dog he loves it so much that it's really fun. You know, we have a rescue that we got um, back in September of last year and he loves it so much and has so much fun frolicking, you know, and I've always been a hiker. I have a hiking group that I used to hike with ritually every single weekend. We get up at six in the morning and go hiking. And I just had this moment where I stopped and uh, we got to the top and I looked out and I was like, this message came to me and I know I'm digressing a little bit, but follow my thoughts for a second. This message kind of came to me that was, you've been looking down so much, watching your footing and making sure that you don't trip. Now's the time to just look out and see the view and take it in. And I, I think there is something about exercise that just reaches so much further than just simply like, okay, we got to burn. We burn this many calories if we allow it to. Yes. Oh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And yes, if I'm in a gym, I, I mean, I was one of those people that when I say raised in a gym, I mean, I created a gym when I was younger, you know, like my exercise studio. So that was a comfortable place for me. But when you're out doing something that makes you fit and you're, you've got that First of all, your sun, if you're in the sun, you know, there's a certain amount of uh, melatonin release because you're getting um, a, a certain amount of sunlight in your eyes, which is advantageous, like going with the cycle of your day, which is beautiful and, and good for your body. Obviously, the vitamin D factor, which we all know, not that this is always about COVID, but like, you know, the people that are doing the best with COVID, whether they got it or they're preventing it is with a better vitamin D level. And sunshine is that vitamin. It really is, even though, of course, we're supplementing with it, but we really need that. And also just the appreciation of of earth. I mean, you know, the gratitude space, people see it in almost every magazine. If you're grateful for what you're looking at, and hopefully people that are listening to this have a place, even if it's just a neighborhood park or whatever. If you live in Southern California, we are blessed with not only ocean, but miles and miles of trails. There should be you know, ways for people to get to some of these places and get a little nature. Cause it's, I think it's a super win if you can get out there and enjoy that for sure. Yeah, I love that. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a lot of choices out there of what to listen to, what to watch. So it means a lot to me that you're here with me. And Hey, if you love this content, would you hit the subscribe button? 
I want you around. I don't want you to just show up for one episode and leave. I want you here, part of the conversation, a seat at this table. And while you're at it, would you share this with your friends and family? And if you take a screenshot and share it on your social media with a hashtag RFYBL for recipes for your best life, I'll make sure to personally give you a shout out and you may just be featured right here on the show. So until next time, here's to living deliciously and being the chef of your best life.